Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you can join us, but before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for the consistency that you show us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that we can show the exact same consistency towards you, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the relationship that we have with you, Lord, that it's personal, Lord. It's not just a general uh, everybody gets together to have one relationship, Lord, but that way we can talk to you one-on-one, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for those who are coming into the kingdom, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. And thank you to those who are our, or have chosen to partner with us in a, a number of different ways, but especially in liking the episodes and subscribing on this and any number of the platforms where you can find a day of prayer at and in sharing these episodes with others so they can learn about our Lord and Savior, but most importantly, grow in relationship with Him. Thank you for your participation and involvement in the work of this ministry, which is building the Lord's house and in ensuring that the gospel goes forth throughout the four corners of the earth. So we Amen. we thank you. We thank the Lord for you mm-hmm. and ask that he bless you immensely. Amen. And keep liking, keep sharing, Amen. and stay subscribed. So we appreciate that. Yes. Thank you for being a blessing to us through those, those acts, if you will. Mm. Um, we're definitely grateful. Um, that being said, we are here to get into the word. So... Today, we are continuing our study in Acts. We're in chapter 5, and we're going to reread verses 27 through 42. So, could I get a volunteer to cover that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, promise. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest said, sorry, asked them, saying, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in his name? And look, you are filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, and intend to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you murdered by hanging on a tree. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses to these things. So also is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious and plot to kill them. Then one of the council stood up, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law held in respect by all the people, and commanded them to put the apostles outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take heed of, take heed of yourselves what you intend to do regarding these men. For some time ago, Theodos rose up, claimed to be somebody. A number of men, about 400, joined him. He was slain, and all who obeyed him were scattered, and came to nothing. 
after this man, Judas of Galilee, rose up in the days of the census and drew away many people after him. He also perished, and all who obeyed him were dispersed. And now I say to you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan, for if this plan or this work is of men, it will come to nothing. But if it is of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest you even be found to fight against God. And they agreed with him, and when they had called the, for the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and let them go. So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer, suffer for his name, and daily in the temple, in every house they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen indeed. He is the Christ. Glory to God. So at this time, we're opening up the floor and giving each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So, who would like to begin? I will. All right, I promise. Let's hear it, sir. Okay, first, Lord's talking to me about the Pharisees and Sadducees and how they were supposed to know the law. Okay. And how... With coming, with knowing the law, they're also supposed to be in tune with the Holy, be in tune with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord, the Lord showed me that with that, there's a greater, greater consequence for the Pharisees and Sadducees because they had known what the Lord had said, but gone against it. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me of, if you're driving around, then you see a sign that says, out of road, and you continue driving... You're going to fall off because you saw the sign and said, no, I'm not going to listen to it. And that also reminds me of another scripture inside of Proverbs where it says, A wise man perceives evils and evil and hides himself, but the simple mm-hmm. pass on and are punished. And so the Lord is showing, me, showing that it's important that we are fully in tune to the Holy Spirit throughout the day. And he reminded me of, if you're trying to run on a treadmill, if you're running on, let's say, if running on the treadmill is being attuned with the Holy Spirit, and you as a spiritual life, you're running on it, and moving with the Holy Spirit, then you step off and say, whoa, that's a little bit too much. That gives you, then you start eating heavily, that gives opportunity for you to get unfit again. Which is why it's important that you stay on the treadmill. So were you saying that it's not just you run on the treadmill for a while, then you're good for the rest of your life and can go back to your bad habits and expect to maintain the state that you achieved when you're running on the treadmill? Yes. Okay. So you bring up an interesting point there, sir, about um, <clears throat> Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes, right? Teachers of the law. And uh was reminded of James, right? The brother of Jesus. And he says, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. Right? Yes. So, it's a 
It's an interesting point you bring up. <clears throat> now, there are different levels, of course, of, of teachers. Um, because as a parent, are you not teaching your children? Yes. You okay. You, you are indeed. But you are accountable. And you are. <laughs> exactly. You those kids. And you are accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Or to the Lord for that, for what you're teaching them. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> well, I'll say it in this way. The Lord is, if as we adhere to his word, as we listen and we apply it, he prepares us for everything that we're required to do. However, the, the key there is to remain pliable in listening to him. Walking in what he says to walk in, right? Oh, we say this all the time in this ministry. Say what the Lord says to say and do what he says to do. Mm-hmm. And in the manner which he says to say it and do it, right? Yes. And then in there, we'll fulfill everything that he requires. Mm-hmm. It will go forth and will accomplish all his purpose. Amen. Right? Which is yes. ultimately what we want or should want. Not our own, right? Not our own word, not our own glory but his, that he's magnified mm-hmm. and his results, the God kind of results, not, not the John kind of results. Uh, they, the they pale in comparison, <laughs> not even in the same league. Amen to that. So, but that's for, that's for me, right? You can put your own name in there and fill it in. That's for each of us individually. Yes. We don't have any good <laughs> ideas without God. Well, exactly. We, we read that um, in yesterday's podcast. There are ways that seem right to a man, but its end is the way of death. It seems like it's mm-hmm. a great idea. and turns out not so much. Exactly. And so we, but we should handle the word <coughs> rightly, and that's something that we talk about rightly a lot here. The word, yes. Um, Jesus, during his earthly ministry, um, there's a section of scripture, he pronounced uh, a number of woes on both Pharisees and lawyers and and a bunch of others for how they were teaching the people, right? And it's not just in the what they taught them, but it's also that they prevented them from fully entering in, right? So we... roadblocks that they put in their pathway. Which goes back to one of your current favorites there, Layla, on we are God's epistle. Right? Yes. Okay. Read by all men. Well, that's that's each and every one of us. Hmm. Um, you know, just for the sake of reference, so we can see that consistently throughout the word, <coughs> God has had, he has an eye on teachers in the way of, um, there's an accountability associated with that. You can um, think back over the, the Old Testament in particular. This king taught the people to sin. Right. Balaam taught the people to sin. He taught them this, that, and the other. You and he puts great emphasis on that in particular. It, he wants us to teach the word, but the Holy Spirit is is has been available to do that and to guide us. And our our very DNA speaks of God, right? And guides us to Him and and declare creation declares His works and His existence. Um, but He's always said. And held that, like even like when we look at a different king, each king that comes up, it's noted whether that person led the people or taught them to sin or they um, pushed the people 
into idolatry, things of that nature, or did they hold up the things of God? Did they usher the people into the things of God? And it's still teaching. Whether I teach you by example, whether I teach you by um, making laws and statutes that prevent you from doing or guide you into doing certain things versus another. Did um, I tear I, down the things that would be obstacles and teach you opposition to what, uh, what the words coming out of my mouth are, right? The, the things that you may have been taught by another, did I tear those down or did I leave them, right? You see that happen, especially throughout the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. The false prophets, they taught the people to sin um, or they taught them to uh, disdain or disregard the things of God. <coughs> Think about Jeremiah and the time of going to Babylon, and then they had false, um, false prophets arise and go, no, uh, uh, uh. And the Lord was like, no, you're teaching the people to disregard and disdain what I've already said. You're teaching them rebellion and how you're going about this and what you're doing. So God has always been who He is, and it's important that we realize we didn't, we don't have a God who was a bad God in the Old Testament. He was mean and he was harsh and he was rough. And now he's nice. He's not a sour patch kid. He's been the same today, yesterday, and forever. It is true. And it's, it's easy for religion to kind of sneak that in. He was bad to them. Wait a second. He was merciful because they survived. They lived, right? Until their words became great and stout against God and their own life, right? Yes. So, um, and that is carrying forward. Especially when the we think about when the Lord talks about um, how we treat children, what is it in particular? Is, is it just um, physically doing things to them? It's also in what we teach them. If we teach our children to sin, if we teach them to engage in um, idolatries and harlotry and all that kind of stuff, they're going to continue in that way and likely fall into peril soon. Right. So the Lord does not want that to happen. So and that that carries out this in Revelation and all that kind of stuff. Um, People teaching the um, teaching the ways of the Nicolaitans and things of that nature, holding their doctrine. That's teaching. All of that is teaching. So Hmm. it matters to God. It's consistent with his character. Absolutely. And it also goes back to what I was saying with Matthew 23. Right. One of the very first things that that Christ addresses is teaching. But you, right, and this is in Matthew 23, um, verse 8, do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Right? And he says it again in verse 10, do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. Right? Yes. Okay. So, here... And in this section of scripture in Acts, they were saying, hey, didn't we tell you not to speak in his name? And and even accuse them of doctrine, right? Teaching a different doctrine, right? Yes. But what were they speaking? And what did the Lord ask them to, to speak about back in, I believe it's verse 20. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, go into the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. So exactly what Christ, the Christ, the Messiah, Jesus, had taught them. They were speaking it, but here we also see them, they are living it out. It's not just the words they're saying, it is their their whole heart, body, soul, strength, spirit, everything. 
and the actions that are following. That is how they are teaching. Not just in word, but in word and deed. Mm -hmm. um, Promise, or Layla, did you guys have something you wanted to say? Did, every, did you have your chance? Did you hear my motor? <laughs> I do hear it. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I had a little bit that I wanted to share. Um, just okay. considering back at like in verse 28 when the Pharisee was accusing him of bringing blood on, trying to bring the blood of Jesus on, on them. And there's two interesting thoughts that you could um, follow there. One, yes, they were trying to bring the blood of Jesus on them, but not in the way that they were thinking. They were trying to make it sound mm -hmm. as though somehow it were a curse, which is something that the devil always tries that. He was trying to take the blood of Jesus that would give us freedom because it's not possible that the blood of goals, but bulls and rams and goats would take away our sins. There was still the remainder. And so now we saw the enemy try to twist that with the people and go, his blood be upon us and our children. Well, actually, that's a blessing when you, when you really think about it. Depending so, on how mm. it's applied. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And the way that Jesus intended it to be, that's a blessing. But they were trying to make it sound as though there was something to be abhorred and it was evil, and there's quite a few different um, scriptures that talk about the blood of Jesus and the different aspects and the different things that it was supposed to do, that it does do. Yes, mm -hmm. ma'am? So be mindful, because when we talk about taking the Lord's Supper, being responsible for the death mm -hmm. and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is Thank different you. than partaking of the blood of Jesus Christ and, and his body and partaking of his resurrection. That's different than being responsible for it. So it, 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 the difference is, is how do we take it? Be careful mm -hmm. how you hear, be careful how you apply it and how you appropriate it. Because if you stay in opposition, then you will be responsible for his blood. And there is no reckoning like that of <laughs> being guilty mm -mm. of killing the God of creation, right? The, yes. the Lord Jesus Christ. But when we come under the blood of Jesus and we willingly um, admit our guilt because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And then we say, well, Lord, I will take on your righteousness and I will give you my unrighteousness for mm -hmm. you to do away with it. Then we are no longer guilty of the blood in the body and become partakers of it. So it's a, all a matter in how we perceive it and what we do and how we apply it. <clears throat> God has done what he's done. It's not a matter of what God did. He's already done what he's done and it's already set and settled in heaven. It's written. It's, it, it's not changing. But it's how do we engage with it and how do we partake of it, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so the devil's always going to try to keep people out of the blood because if you stay out of the blood, then you go to hell, basically. If you stay out of salvation, then hell is the alternative and your eternity is sealed with the adversary. But... Mm. If you choose life, like has been declared from the That's beginning it. of this word to the end, choose life, choose life, choose life, then you'll come by the way who is the door. That's the Lord Jesus Christ and the Messiah. His blood will be applied and shed. You'll be looking through the red on red that you mentioned, Dean, the looking at the blood through the, the red lenses of seeing the blood, looking at the blood through the blood, <laughs> and you will be white. Hallelujah. The Father will willingly grant that to you because he's already done so. Mm. Um, what else do you have, sweetheart? So there was different... Thank you, Molly, for telling me that. You're welcome, darling. And so there were different things that the 
the blood could do. There's a lot of things that it does, but just a few is like propitiation for sins, um, saving from wrath, you know, at the end with the judgment, and just restoring us to what we were before sin entered the world. It, it was perfect without flaw or, or anything. And then um, Adam and Eve sinned, and then now we've got this this problem. It's important to remember and remind ourselves that what God is doing, while it may look harsh to our eyes, one, our eyes see falsely, um, unless you're looking in the spirit. But as long as you're looking in the natural, it seems like he is mean, but he isn't. He's very kind and very gracious. And because of that, there are things that have to take place we have we're on this timeline because of his compassion and his mercy if he just said well it's a wrap everybody would go to hell there would be no one in heaven except for jesus himself and the trinity and the angels that decided then when satan tried to overthrow god would be in heaven so we would miss out on an opportunity so the lord was reminding me not to be quick to try to judge and seal somebody else's fate because mine would have and could have been sealed long ago mm-hmm. uh-huh. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, kind of a different vein of thought here. Um, the apostles, when they're, as we're, as we're looking at this, I see a vein of um, forgiveness that has to be walked in. And a, uh, what I mean by that is they could have easily been angered in return if they were walking in their flesh or giving ear to these things or miss misperceiving the honor that they had in being counted um, worthy to suffer shame for his name, right? Uh, That's verse 41 of Acts chapter 5. They could have easily become embittered and angry and started their own um, vendetta against the Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes and all these, the people that had mistreated them and were against them, but... Um, you know, just as they're walking in the Holy Spirit, letting the love of God that's been shed abroad in their heart, letting that flourish on the inside of them and that mind of Christ be present in their thinking, you don't, they're not even entertaining that. They're not even um, looking at that offense that I'm sure the adversary would have taken that opportunity. Oh, you're offended? Great. (laughs) I can get in that way. And he would have tried to overthrow the body of Christ in that means. And I, I think in particular, the, the season that we're in now, there's so many um, differences in the body of Christ, if you will. There's this sect that's against that sect and this one that's over there. But remembering who we are in Christ, that we are called to reconciliation, we're called to love, and we're certainly called to forgive mm-hmm. and walk in that and not give bitterness, resentment, um, unforgiveness, any of those things a foothold kept the the apostles active it kept them free flowing in the gifts of god and allowed them to be used more mightily by god because when offenses growing in someone how effective can you be it, faith works by love and offense um, strife unforgiveness are in direct opposition to the love of god how can you turn you know how do you make that right except for uprooting those things out of your life and staying in the love of god staying in forgiveness amen 
Amen. Anyone have anything else they want to share? I'm good, honey. Yeah, well, let's pause there for today. It's a good good place to, to stop. So, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today and for another wonderful opportunity to learn more about you, Lord, to experience your loving kindness, Lord, your gentleness, your compassion, Lord, your joy in all that you stand for and represent. Lord, we thank you for your love and we thank you for our partners. We thank you for our listeners and our brothers and sisters that are part of your body, Lord. We thank you for this time of testing that we can be found and proven worthy of you, Lord, that we can grow and mature in you, Lord, as you would have us do, Lord. We thank you for the faith that you've given us that overcomes the world, Lord, through the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And we just thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for your almightiness, Lord, and your majesty. And we thank you for your Son and your Holy Spirit that you have given as gifts for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. and Have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.